0: Hey everybody, it's me Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters with another exciting episode of Asheville Food Fans. It is a podcast that I do throughout the week and then I string it together for broadcast on WPVM 103.7 FM, the progressive voice of the mountains here in beautiful Asheville, Western North Carolina. Everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters, and I just want to record a real short piece for you about a wonderful meal that I had just today. My mom and I went to a place called Sawhorse out there in West West Asheville. It's on Lester Highway, New Lester, Old Lester. I can Lester. I can never keep it straight, but at least I know how to pronounce it, right? Lester. I grew up near a town called Wister, spelled like you don't even want to know. Uh, so anyways, we went on out to sawhorse. It's one of our family favorites. And that's because my family is from up North and up North, we eat a lot of great food. You know, we don't get a lot of credit for like Northern cuisine or whatever, but up North, there's a lot of great food. And the folks at sawhorse, they do like Northern style food and, Food that's the flavors of the North, and I love that. It's uh, particularly the flavors of like Upper Great Lakes region of Michigan and parts of Canada. And my family is Canadian by, um, you know, half my family lives up in Canada, and so I have a real fondness in my heart for Canada and Canadian things. And so my mom, who grew up going to Canada every summer to hang out with that side of the family she loves sawhorse. And so we went to get breakfast and lunch. I was in the mood for breakfast. My mom was getting lunch and she got a nice apple salad. And, you know, I'm recording a series about salads and maybe I'll talk about that. I didn't try it, but she she enjoyed it very much. But she was openly envious of my meal. I had a serving of mushroom toast and it was fantastically delicious like I took it came it, well let me describe it it had like a thick piece of brioche with some sauteed oyster mushrooms all over it and a really nice sauce and then it had um, a poached egg on top and some greens oh, oh and some sauteed onions and the onions were sauteed until they were just like falling apart practically like they were you can hardly even tell they were onions anymore and that they were freaking beautiful. I almost dropped a real f-bomb. These sauteed onions were so great. And you all know that I don't always eat onions because they give you, give you a bad taste in your mouth for the rest of the day. But when you saute them until they're caramelized, that effect is lessened. It is not as great. And so... Uh, the, these This combination of these things, the brioche, the mushrooms, the onions, the sauce, and the egg, and the egg was poached, and I cut it open, and it had a lot of green stuff on top and a lot of big pieces of fresh parsley that were great, and the whole thing was just delicious, like very, very savory to eat, like to eat, of course, to eat stew, um, listen to me I'm sometimes I'm not that smart I will admit that uh, so it was very savory meaning it, it had a pretty high salt content but it wasn't salty you know and it also was very er- herby herbaceous I'm not sure if herbaceous works in this context but uh, it was it was fantastic and so super high recommends for the mushroom toast at Sawhorse out on new old King Lester Highway. I don't know nothing. I don't drive a car. I, my mom picks me up. I go. I get in her car. We drive to this place. We talk the whole time. I'm not paying attention to nothing. Restaurants or things are going past me. We were on Patton Ave for what seemed like forever, and then we were on this other Lester Highway thing, and then there's the Sawhorse. And I've been there a bunch. You'd think I could give you directions to it, but I can't. Because I don't, and I never will be able to. I'm sorry. I'm the worst person at directions. The other day, I'm not even kidding, Patty and I are walking down the street and an elderly gentleman comes pulling up in a car right in front of us. And he rolls down the window and he goes, how do you get to the hospital? And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) you know, like Jiminy crickets. And I was like, "Uh, Patty, you're better at directions than I am. And he froze, like Patty just froze and he couldn't do it. And I was like, oh my God, it's on me. I just told the gentleman we were, we were on Patton Ave right downtown, not the big, the highway out in West Asheville, but right downtown. I told him, just drive until you get to the Vance Monument. It's no longer there. So I just said, just drive until you get to Biltmore Ave. Hang a, hang a right and drive on Biltmore and you'll see the hospital looming in the distance and just drive towards it. And that's the best I could do. Sorry, pal. I hope you made it. But dang, I was kind of counting on Patty. I've never driven to the hospital from downtown. I, I, was, I did the best I could. I, I hope this gentleman got to the hospital on time. He seemed fine. I don't know. I, I hope he was just visiting a friend. Speaking of, I have a friend in the hospital. So I just want to say, I hope you're feeling okay to my good friend, Mike. All right, folks, that's it for this segment. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters. And I want to give you another one of my quick reviews. I try to keep them short for you every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, I had a wonderful... Just such a nostalgic, amazing, emotionally satisfying as well as satisfied the gourmand in me style lunch at one of my favorite places of all time in downtown Asheville, 67 Biltmore Avenue, downtown catering and eatery. I know that's a long name. I just call it 67 Biltmore. I think you're fine calling it that too. Now, for those of you who have been around Asheville forever and ever, you know that 67 Biltmore was a place called Lori. and you know, that Lori herself was a much beloved figure here in the Asheville food scene and Lori uh, passed away. And so that was really sad she she was a like a founding person of the our food scene. And there are people in this town like um like John Atwater from Mamacitas. Uh John just will just gush about Lori and give her a lot of credit for getting him started. And of course Mamacitas is one of our favorites now too. Um, and has been forever and ever and ever. Uh, So anyways, Lori, after Lori passed away, like uh, the restaurant didn't close. It just changed names and all of Lori's employees bought it from her or some of them bought it from her and they kept employing the same other people and they kept the recipes and they kept it going. And I've been eating there since I first moved to Asheville, got here in 2005. So I think I started eating there right at the time I got here. I'm not sure, but long time been eating there a long time, and I still love it. I have been a frequent flyer at 67 Biltmore. Um, you know, it it's just got it's fresh, it's local, it's delicious. You can eat healthy if you want to. You can get fried chicken if you want to. Um, They just make a lot of really good stuff. And I have been going, like I said, forever. But I hadn't been in forever. I had not been inside 67 Biltmore since before COVID came to town, you know, since before the COVID outbreak in when was that, 2020, that came around and effed everything up and everything closed down and I lost my job as a food tour guide. I'm back to doing it now. Thank you. And, uh, but yeah, I hadn't been in over two years, probably been two and a half years. Cause another thing was that their hours are quite different than they were before pandemic time. So I uh, hadn't been able to get in. It, they, the, the hours are like 11 to three or something like that, or 11 to four, maybe check online for yourselves. But I just hadn't been able to make it in there, but I got in, I had a tour the other day and I was downtown early, got all my tour biz taken care of. And I was just waiting for things to happen. I had about an hour on my hands and I popped into 67 Biltmore and I ordered a half a sandwich a half of a sandwich. I love it that you can get a half a sandwich. Like sometimes I'm only a half a sandwich hungry and I don't want to bring a half a sandwich home with me. Cause for one thing, I was about to do a tour and so got a half a sandwich. Yeah. One called a Shazamwich and it's fried chicken with some slaw on it. And it's on a really nice piece of brioche type bread and it's just freaking delicious. Like I just, I love it. And I just felt a wave of nostalgic good feelings as I was eating this sandwich and and not for nothing, the people there, I had not seen them in a long time and I really liked them a lot, you know? And so it was just great like to see people that I hadn't seen. And this keeps happening even though I've been back in the world now for you know, uh, get, getting on a year. Um, yeah, I think it's been over a year since I got my first vaccination and started dipping my toe back into society. But uh, so it's been a while since I've been back in action, but um, I, there's still people that I like very much that I haven't seen. And so it was great to see the people at 67 Biltmore. The Shazam, which was just fantastic, and it comes with chips and a pickle. And it all tastes so great together. Like the pickle with the bite of chip, eat a chip, bite the pickle, dun, 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 bite of the sandwich. And the whole combination of everything is so tasty and so good. I literally ate every morsel that was on my plate. And that was that, that, that and it filled me up, but I wasn't engorged, you know? Uh And also they gifted me with a brownie and it was delicious and uh, a food fan was there and a very nice woman came up to me and we chatted for a minute and she gave me a piece of her sugar cookie (laughs) and so that was really nice too Uh, and so yeah it was a great experience and i really recommend 67 biltmore downtown eatery and catering it is Really, really good. It's been around for a long time, and the people who work there are wonderful, wonderful people. So get on down. The name is the address, it's right downtown at 67 Biltmore Avenue. All right, y'all. I'll check in with you soon. Hey, everybody. It's me, Stu. I'm the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters with another one of my quick reviews for you. This time, I'm going to talk about a little lunch junket that I took with my boss, Patty Riles, from Asheville Food Tours, and he and I, we went to Red Ginger, Dim Sum, and Tapas downtown, right on Patton Ave in downtown Asheville. Now, actually, it might be on College Ave, I'm not sure, but I think it's on Patton Ave. They kind of merged together a little bit right there at the Clotta and the Yacht Club and the thirsty monk and all that. And I never know who's on what street, but I'm pretty sure they're on Patton Avenue there. And it's the only like dim sum restaurant in downtown Asheville uh, or in Asheville at all, as far as I know, but I could be wrong about that because there's a lot of great stuff going on around Asheville that I don't know about and really appreciate it when people let me know what's going on out there. So thank you for that, everybody. But red ginger dim sum, and tapas there's no Spanish tapas inside red ginger dim sum and tapas the tapas is just another way to say small plates which is what dim sum is as well so it's small plates and small plates and the food there is real real good you got to kind of find what you like you know like eat your way through the menu find what you like there's a couple things there that don't really ring my bell but there's some things there that i just die for that i just love and uh, I didn't get any of those things last time, this time that I went with Patty. I am trying to lose a little weight. What can I tell you? And I, so I ordered a tofu dish. Now, it was probably loaded with calories because it was really rich and decadent. But it was just tofu and vegetables, pretty simple. And a nice gravy type of stuff, a little on the sweet side. And a um, little oniony and a little garlicky as well and the tofu was cut into like how could i describe it like a very large pad of butter like they were kind of square ish and not very thick like maybe a quarter of an inch thick or something like that and so and they were lightly fried so they weren't crispy and this was some of the best tofu i've ever had now i'm a tofu eater i love tofu uh, if it's done right, like sometimes when it's fried, they fry it to death and it's all just rubbery or just like dead inside, like hollow inside, even it just evaporates or whatever. Um, so fried tofu can be dicey. Now, sometimes it can be crispy, crispy crunchy deep fried goodness, but this was neither of those things. It wasn't the crappy hollow stuff. It wasn't the crispy, crunchy, deep fried goodness stuff. It was its own kind of thing. And it was really, really good. And one thing I really like about tofu is the silky texture and it had that going on on the inside. So it was just a little bit crispy on the outside, not very much. And then it was nice and silky on the inside in this beautiful garlic sauce with some mushrooms Uh, And some scallions, a little bit of bok choy in there and this and that. And uh, it was really tasty. So high recommends for that. And Patty got the bao buns, the steamed buns with uh, pork belly on the inside and cilantro. And I think there's some cucumber on there too. And he'd never had those before at Red Ginger. And he really enjoyed them. He tried to pawn one off on me but I was like, I'm not eating pork belly today, Patty, and I'm not stuffing a whole pork belly bao bun in me right after I just crushed all this tofu and vegetables, and so, yeah, I didn't enjoy one with him, but he really enjoyed it, and that is one of my favorite things at Red Ginger. I really like the way they do their bao buns, so I think they're, on the menu, they might be called guau bao buns. Pardon my pronunciation. I'm just trying to do it phonetically from the spelling based on my memory of the menu. But uh, yeah, those are highly recommended. So uh, red ginger dim sum and tapas right on on pat and have the tofu and vegetables was delicious. I recommend you get some white rice with that if you can and uh, mix it up with some other dishes. I wasn't trying to eat too much that day but get, try those bao buns. I also recommend the, the Szechuan wontons, it's fantastic. I've been recommending these things for like 78 years or however long red ginger has been there. So uh, I have other things that I love. I'll, I'll touch on red ginger again in the future, but in the meantime, get yourself down there. Beautiful atmosphere, uh, great. You sit outside on the sidewalk, very hustle bustly sit in the dining room it's very nice and then they've got this back dining room that's like a bar area that has a loungy type feel to it that and then big open windows that look back onto commerce street back there and uh so it's quite nice back there and on a hot day it was as cool as could be in the back of that restaurant it was like being in the back of the cheney meats delivery truck man it was nice and cool patty and i enjoyed that very much so yeah, get down to red ginger dims on the Antapas and uh tell them Stu sent you. Why not? All right, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters with a special guest, a recurring guest, and my friend Luis Carlos, aka Lucho. And today, Lucho and I are going to talk about a salad, and then that's going to lead into a conversation about this restaurant that we both like very, very much. Hey, Luis Carlos, how you doing? Good, brother. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, man, can you hear me? No. Yes, you froze for a second there.
1: Uh, okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about salads today.
0: Good. <laughs> excited to talk about salads. Did you ever think you would say those words out loud? Never. Never. Really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never. I never really thought I would be, uh, you know, in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would have a podcast where I talk to people about all kinds of stuff, especially I never thought I'd do a shout out to talk about salad. But I had an epic salad at Huli Su's. I've mentioned it now several times in the context of this series I'm recording about salads. It was a fish taco salad and it prompted me to wanna learn more about local salads. And buddy, I saw that you did a post the other day about a Caesar salad that blew your mind. So let me hand it over to you and why don't you describe the Caesar salad? Tell us where it's from. All right, so this Caesar salad is very special. I mean, I
1: had plenty of Caesar salads and you don't know this, Caesar salads were born in Mexico. They were born in Tijuana, Mexico, and it was at an Italian restaurant. Uh, But yes, he was in Tijuana many, many years ago, and there were not many ingredients around. And this guy, I believe his name was Cesar. I, I, I forget his last name. But anyway, long story short, I have had plenty of Caesar salads in my life. I do like them, but nothing as epic as the one that's standing up. This fried oysters, man, is something that is so delicious when you bite into it. Truly, the, the first bite, halfway through that bite, I knew that was something special and okay. I loved it.
0: So, an oyster salad, an oyster Caesar salad from a place called Stony Knob. And mm-hmm. Stony Knob's located a little bit outside of Asheville. Do you happen to know their address or give us the street?
1: I don't quite know the address, but I believe it's Weaverville Avenue. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe so. In, in and Weaverville? You, you, um, well, it's more like Woodfin there. Okay. But uh, it's about 15 minutes away from downtown, I will say. Okay. And uh, Stony Brook Cafe is a great place. i know this place for 20 years. It, is fi- it was founded by Gus Dermas, an immigrant from Greece. And I happened to know his sons for about 20 years. I was, okay. actually, I was actually brought to this restaurant by a friend of mine who had moved from Greece to Asheville. Um, he was originally from Argentina, and his girlfriend was Greek. And uh, anyway, they invited me to up one day because his great girlfriend was very uh, uh, excited about this place. They have been in there a couple of times. And that was the first time I went. And I've been going there ever since uh, because I love the place.
0: It's an Asheville favorite for sure. Or I should say a regional favorite. Um, I haven't been there very often myself. But every time I've gone, I've had an amazing experience. The food has been excellent. The service has been always really friendly and homey. And um, the decor is something to remark on. It's incredibly eclectic sort of salon style floor to ceiling decorations on the walls. And it's a really cool place. And when you see the decor, you can't help but think, Oh, this is cool. You know, but then you might also get a sense of, gosh, the food might not be that great because they put a lot of effort in making this place like, exciting to look at, you know? Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and then the food is amazing, and it's eclectic as can be. Like, there's yep. Greek food still, but the first dish I had there was chicken marsala, one of my favorite dishes, and it was one of the best versions I've ever had.
1: Yeah, now, I mean, look, well, look. this is interesting because Jody, Jody Darmas, which is the chef there, he, again, he is the son of Gus Darmas, who's still working there at 93, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, at 93. And, uh, um, ah, man, I just find it so, not only such a good place, but I find that the story is one of um, hardworking immigrants, really. Uh, John, the front of the house, uh, John Dermas, and Judy, the chef. I feel like they have poured their soul into it because in the last 20 years, 21 years, they transformed that place. That place was not like that before. When, um, yeah, when their dad acquired it, it was quite a different concept. But they completely uh, transformed the place from the decor to the food. And I am actually going to say this. I believe, again, that they are one of the very few restaurants in Asheville that put Asheville in the map. And actually, even since 20 years ago, when John and Jody took over from their, their parents, they elevate the cooler i here in Asheville. I, I love their food. Really, everything they make is always awesome. And like you said, the service is top notch every
0: yes. time. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, uh, that's great. I mean, you've lived here a long time, Lucho, and so you have been there a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm envious of the amount of times that you've been there, because again, I've only been there a couple of times and just have loved it each time but you're right that like they are an old school sort of forerunner of what our scene food scene has become. Now I would put them, you know, in a category with some other places that really like I would put salsas in that category. Salsas has been around for a long time and very much food, and flavor forward and sort of very different in downtown Nashville when it opened. And so there are restaurants that have been around for a long time that are still around, still great. And I really like the the groundbreakers for our food scene and Stony Knob is one of them, man. Um, Luis, you seem to have frozen. Yeah. And that's
1: really the remarkable part. Okay, sorry about that.
0: No, you're back, brother. Sorry, your picture is frozen, though, which is, I could, couldn't tell if you were just hanging on my every word. There you are. Now you're moving again. All right. So uh, let's get back to the Caesar salad, because we kind of glossed over Maybe that. For, if
1: I take off the video and we use it recording? Well, I'm going to okay. post the video. Well, the Caesar salad really is, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you will think that the Caesar salad is just like any other Caesar salad until you bite onto the oysters man okay. it is just so juicy and meaty and um I, it's really hard to describe because i never had an oyster salad okay. really are um, they're, they're, they're battered and deep fried they are they are deep fried okay uh, i wish i knew more about how it is what kind of like batter that is but um really it's just it's a Caesar salad
0: Okay, it does let me ask? I, I'm I'm curious now. I love fried oysters. I love I'm salad curious these days, and so how many oysters are on there? Is there a lot of. Oysters? I will say
1: probably yeah. There's a few. I will say probably at least six. Okay. So it's it's a really good salad. Six good big, size.
0: Six big juicy oysters on there. Mm-hmm. And. Man. And is it a chopped salad or just do they serve like the whole, like cut the romaine in half and serve the half romaine with the stuff? No, no,
1: no. It's chopped. Okay. It, I think that, it, I, I believe the size is quite good. It's not like okay. super small, but it is chopped as I still can remember. I mean, that night I had a bunch of food uh, and I was flipping over the flavor of that salad and it was kind of dark. But no, I don't, I don't remember it being like the, the long leaves okay. No.
0: Okay. Well, and would you say it's a meal for someone who wants to eat a light meal?
1: Well, not only that, but I will say it's a must-have meal, man. Must-have meal. A must-have. I'm, I'm, I put it in my website as a must-have because okay. truly, too, I'm not exaggerating what I'm saying. It is like no other salad I ever had. I can okay. tell you right now that it is the best salad I ever had ever. Okay.
0: So. And, were there so good, anch- My last question about this salad: Were there anchovies? No, there were no anchovies
1: on the salad. Okay. Um, no, not at all. I don't recall that. Mm-mm.
0: Okay, because that's that you know that's traditional for Caesar, but True. they do they do typically ask, "Do you want anchovies?" But I'm going to say, if it already has oysters on there, you don't really want anchovies. I, I feel no. like that that would clash. Um, yeah, definitely big time. Well, that sounds amazing, and uh, Lucio, it is news to me, and I'm sure to most of the audience. That Caesar salads come from Mexico.
1: Oh, right like, on. Well, man, I'm glad that here. I mean, let me just Google this real quick. Maybe I can tell you exactly the year.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. I assume they came from Italy, <laughs> you know?
1: All right.
0: No. No, look, the Mexico. Wait, did I first you again? Break it breaking up like crazy. I think you're Googling activities and <laughs> interfering with your connection. No, I was time re- Next time we record these, maybe you can have a direct line instead of using the router. I don't know. We'll work out these technical issues when we're not recording. But okay. um, But yeah, that's news to me. You seem to be fine for now in terms of your stream. Uh, and that's news to me and most of the audience. And we, we can all Google that and find out more. But that's very interesting. And that's part of why I love having you on uh, the podcast, Lucho, is because you you tell me all kinds of stuff about Mexico that I had no idea. Like yeah. huge Lebanese population and influence in certain parts of Mexico. Uh, you know, like I just always learn stuff about, you know, Mexico's our neighbor. I want to know as much as possible about the people, the culture, and obviously for my own uh, what i love i want to know about the food and the food traditions and so that is really great to hear and i i love knowing that and i love your enthusiasm for stony knob and i think that anybody in Asheville who's eaten there shares your enthusiasm for it it's
1: awesome and truly i think for me it's probably one of the top five restaurants in town
0: great and lucho i totally forgot to mention where your your company which is Multicultural Asheville? Asheville multicultural. multicultural. I always get that backwards, don't I? You you should buy both web addresses just in case. Yeah, I
1: think I'm going to have to. <laughs>
0: um, but you'll find it if you Google it either way, but it's Asheville
1: Multicultural. dot yeah. or you can also go to the Asheville Multicultural um, on YouTube and you'll be able to see the video that I made about this. And it was great again, because some people recognized me there and this lady came and sat and we ended up making this video together because she was so excited. She's seen Ashley Multicultural before and she also wanted to let me know and let everyone know how much she loves to stand out and what she likes about them. So it's a great um, place. And like you said, people love it. And I'm just glad that they've been around for 60 years, man. It's easy to say, but not anyone can
0: just say that. So the restaurant's been around for 60 years. Current owners have owned it for 31 years. Is that what you said? No, they
1: have owned it forever. Okay. Yeah, that
0: actually started. It got handed off from father from mom and dad to to two sons about thirty-one years ago. Is that about twenty one, twenty two years? Twenty one years ago. Okay. So wow, sixty years being under one name. And yeah, it did change from and I thought that that's part of the fun of the story is that when it got handed off to the sons, the next generation, they wanted to change it and the parents didn't stand in the way. And in fact we worked with them to make that happen, which that is a fantastic story about how things can not just change, but um, get fantastic from generation to generation.
1: Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. It's a beautiful place. Like you said, very eclectic. The decor makes you feel like you're stepping into a movie set. And, and yes, then yes. when the food comes out and you take the first bite, it's mind blowing every time.
0: I agree. All right, Lucho. Well, everybody check out AshevilleMulticultural.com. Subscribe to Lucho's newsletter. It's quite informative. And he covers, when he says multicultural, he means it. Like he's not just focused on the Latin community. He's not just focused on bringing the Latin community together with the Caucasian community, you know, he's focused on the whole ball of wax. And we've got, we've got it all here in Asheville and there's no better way to find out about it than to follow lucho and everything he's well, uh, thank you thank you very much brother thank you very much i so appreciate thank you yeah we, i appreciate you thanks for coming on the show and i'll talk to you again real soon
1: and i'm looking forward to go to your uh, um, hot dog gothic hot dog the end of this month
0: well so. thank you thanks for mentioning that so yeah july 30th at the masonic temple Punk rock hot dogs, uh third year, not in a row because we skipped uh 2020, but um third year and the theme this year is Goth and tickets are on sale now. Look for uh Punk Rock Hot Dogs 2022 on Eventbrite. All right, Lucho, thanks right. for the Thank plug and I'll talk to you real soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Ciao. Hey, everybody. It's me, Stu Helm, a food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters with another quick little review for you of one of my favorite places. Now, the other day, I interviewed Jenny Wellman from uh, kickbackavl.com, Asheville's only locally owned and operated hot meal delivery service. Look no further than kickbackavl.com for all your delivery needs. But Jenny was kind enough to come on and talk to me about salads. I'm reviewing salads because I'm not the biggest sal- <clears throat> excuse me, salad eater, but I want to start eating more salads, and I've been talking to people about the best ones, and I had a really good one that I keep referring to that I ate at Hulisu's Hawaiian Barbecue. That was a grill a blackened fish taco salad that was just fantastic. So after interviewing Jenny, I ordered through Kickback Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack because Jenny had suggested that they have an amazing salad. She said that they are making a chef salad up there that is to die for. So I know Rocky's and it's not a health food restaurant. Okay. So I had my, and I know Jenny and Jenny, Jenny not eating at the healthiest salads. And she agreed to come back on and talk about that like sometimes you order a salad and then when you get it you're like oh well this is like 2,000 calories right here and loaded with cheese and meat and so you know a salad is a loose term can mean anything from a bowl of greens to like a pile of pulled pork on top of some slaw right so this Rocky's chicken salad, I set my expectations about medium for that, and that was about right. For one thing, I chose to add a piece of fried chicken. I'm not ordering from Rocky's without getting fried chicken. Come on, people. And so I got it hot, not Rocky's hot, but hot, and added that. And it arrived, and it was gorgeous. Now, let me just tell you, it was huge. It took me three days to eat this salad. I'm not even kidding. There uh, were three meals. I ate it in three meals. And uh, it had a lot of stuff on it. In addition to the fried chicken, there was a boiled egg, a bunch of diced ham, some bacon crumbles, like real bacon crumbles, and some cheddar cheese all over it. And then I got it with blue cheese. And then underneath all of that, there was some salad. And there was uh, mostly iceberg lettuce, from what I could tell. And I like iceberg lettuce, again, not the most nutritious thing. Okay, I don't eat iceberg for nutrition. I mostly eat it for crunch and to keep me from eating other things that are even less nutritious. That's I think that's an important thing to say about iceberg lettuce. Like eating an iceberg lettuce salad may not give you the same nutrition as a kale salad or a spinach salad, but it's gonna give you more or better it's gonna give you no nutrition, which is better than in this case, better than eating a sandwich, which I'm trying to avoid carbs. So that's something I'm trying to avoid. I don't mind having fat in my diet. I need fat to survive. Uh, just carbs make me feel super heavy, and they tend to stay on my body, whereas fat tends to absorb or <laughs> absorb. Since evaporate or something. I don't know where it goes. Anyhow, so this was a heavy-duty salad, and there was uh, some purple onions that I chose to put to the side. There, I think there were some shredded carrots on there as well and that's, that, that's it. That, that was the salad. It was like a deconstructed chicken sandwich with ham and bacon. So two pig products were big on pig here in Western North Carolina. And it was fantastically good. What can I tell you? Like I probably ate, it was probably 2000 or more calories. I don't know. I'm not a calorie counter. I'm a, content counter like i know what a lot of food feels like in my my body because my body's not that big and so this was a huge amount of food it was insanely satisfying i cannot recommend it highly enough like get the blue cheese or the ranch and it's just delicious rocky's hot chicken shack makes nothing but great food uh in my opinion everything they do is good Uh, great. Uh, and, And so in addition to the chef salad, which I recommend, which Jenny Wellman also recommends, I got the pot pie and that's, and some banana pudding. And that is because I don't usually just want to order delivery and only get one thing that seems like wasteful to me. So I, and you know, delivery is so such a privilege anyways, that I feel like I should get more delivered. So I got a pot pie delivered too. And there is almost nothing in this world as satisfying as a Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack pot pie. It's not hot, like spicy hot. It is hot in terms of it shows up fresh, hot, delicious, cooked to order, very homemade looking, loaded with wonderful pieces of chicken inside, carrots, peas, the whole nine yards, everything you'd expect from a chicken pot pie. And I know that much of Asheville agrees with this assessment of this pot pie. It is one of the most comforting things you're ever going to eat in your whole life. It's pretty high in the salt count, which is part of what makes it comforting. And uh, so if you're watching your salt intake, eat it, eat only a little bit. It took me again, three days to eat this pie. So I did eat pot pie and chicken and chef salad in the same meal three days in a row, or two days in a row, three meals, and then I ate more pot pie than third day. So the it did last me three days now the banana pudding again everybody who's had it agrees with me that this banana pudding is just really comforting and homey and good and yeah sweet as can be very southern dessert so prepare set your taste buds on sweet and just very comforting so the whole meal was excellent super high recommends Anybody who is a fan of Rockies doesn't need to be reminded of how great Rockies is. But if you're like a lot of times you're a fan of a place and you get stuck on one or two dishes, if you've never had the pot pie, if you've never had the chef's salad, go for both of those. The next time you order from, from Rockies and go ahead and order delivery. Fried chicken delivers very well. And so does a pot pie and kickbackavl.com always like, They have a great track record with me of delivering everything fresh, hot and delicious. And yes, I did work for them during the pandemic. I no longer work for them now, but I consider them to be my good friends. And Jenny said, I can still consider myself an employee (laughs) or a member of the family. I think she said, all right, folks. So that's my recommendation. Chef salad, pot pie, banana pudding from Rocky's hot chicken shack in Asheville, North Carolina. All right. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan, here at Food Fan Headquarters with another real quick little review for you. And this time I want to tell you about the smoked turkey plate at 12 Bones Barbecue. Now, for years and years and years, I ate nothing but the smoked turkey plate whenever I went to 12 Bones Barbecue. And everybody thought I was crazy because the restaurant is literally named after a rack of ribs, and the ribs are super famous. And You know, people are like smoked turkey plate, but it was fantastically good, always has been and still is. And I went to 12 Bones just the other day with my mom and my nephew and his girlfriend, and we had a really wonderful lunch. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with 12 Bones, it is probably one of the most well-known barbecue joints here in Asheville. Back in the day, it was real tiny and you would just line up like crazy to get in there and it was like almost this fomo panicky thing like are you gonna get your barbecue at 12 bones are you gonna get it in time is it the line too insanely long so asheville had some anxiety around whether they're gonna get their 12 bones or not but now they have a bigger location in the river arts district and another one in south asheville and i I'm not sure if they have a third one, but I don't think so. But maybe they got one coming up. Um, But so that takes some pressure off both locations being bigger and now double, uh, two of them. And so uh, there's less panic and anxiety around getting your lunch at 12 Bones. Any hoodles. I had branched out from the turkey plate uh, in recent years going for those ribs. They're fantastic. They were one of my three nominees for ribs of the year in 2021 along with ukiah and the winner doc brown's barbecue up there in west asheville uh and the the other the smoked turkey sandwich with the brie and the uh bacon on it is just wildly delicious i think i even nominated that for a sandwich of the year award and uh but the turkey again i'm trying to avoid some carbs in my life and uh So instead of the sandwich, I went back to my old favorite, the plate. And man, oh man, it was good. The smoked turkey is just really, really, really good. I really like it. I don't know how to describe it other than it's sliced thin and it's smoked and it's turkey. It's delicious. And then you get two sides with the plate. So I went for their jalapeno cheese grits, some of my favorite grits, some of the grits that helped me as a northerner to fall in love with grits down here in the South and now give me grits. I love them. Uh, And then I went for some green stuff on my plate is a little different for me. And I got some buttered green beans and they were delicious, very homey. Uh, And so the whole, my whole plate was delicious. Everybody else really loved what they got. My nephew's uh, girlfriend is a vegetarian and they had what they called an MLT, which was a mushroom lettuce and tomato sandwich. And she, it looked great, and she said it was great. I forget what my mom and my nephew got. I was so focused on my own food. But that's my recommendation. 12 Bones Barbecue, Asheville, you're very familiar with it. Uh, President Obama's favorite place to go, and he would come to visit Asheville, and he always got the Chipotle blueberry glazed ribs. So recommends for those. And, uh, yeah, get on down to 12 Bones. If you ain't never been there, get there. If you haven't been there in a while, get on back. All right, folks, that's my quick recommend. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters, and I'm going to do a little quick rundown of a bunch of places that I went to for lunch this week. You all know I love lunch. I Eat more lunch than any other meal. I skip breakfast most days because breakfast is for chumps. I'm just kidding. I'm just I mean, drinking so much coffee, I don't even care about breakfast. Coffee is my breakfast. And then lunch comes and I'm starving, so I grab lunch, and then I usually jam in so much lunch into myself I can skip dinner, and I might have a snack later on in the night. But lunch is my main jam, and I go on a lot of what I call lunch Junkets with my boss from Asheville Food Tours, Patty Riles. And Patty and I, and he's more like my partner than my boss these days. And Patty and I, we go to a lot of different places for lunch. We like to mix it up and we like to have our lunch junkets. And recently, Patty and I took a lunch junket to our one of our all-time favorites, Twisted Laurel. And I talk about this place a lot, and that's just because it's very accessible. Uh, in terms of the menu, and also it's big, it's air conditioned and it's right downtown. And so it's accessible in terms of, it's a place I like to go and sit and eat and you can almost always get a seat. I mean, you can always get a seat. I've never not gotten a seat at the bar or at a table and it's nice and a seat in there and the people are awesome. And Patty and I are in love with two of their lunch items and that is their classic smash burger and their fried chicken sandwich. And that is exactly what we got when we went last week. The smash burger at Twisted Laurel, I know I've talked about it a lot, but I, I'm going to guess that not everybody hears everything I say. And so I do like to repeat myself sometimes. And the smash burger at Twisted Laurel, it's a double patty smashed into the grill nice and flat, crispy on the edge. Chef Tommy and his crew, they put a circle of mustard on the grill so that the edge touches that mustard and gets a nice crispy mustardy crunch to the outside. And then American cheese, white onion if you want it. I didn't want it. I left it off. Some pickles and a nice trashy white bun. And I always get it served with their house made potato chips and they are light and delicate and crispy and cooked until they're nice and brown and they're delicious. And so one of my favorite go-to burgers in downtown Nashville is at Twisted Laurel go try it for yourself for sure and that fried chicken sandwich is no joke either and patty ate the crap out of that and loved it so go to twisted laurel tell them stew and patty sent you and um so next i went to uh a place that i don't get into as often as i probably should it's right downtown it is also big and it is also air conditioned and in this case it is air usually air conditioned to the nth degree, like corporate style air conditioning. And I love that. And that is Ease's French Bistro, right in the center of like where Battery Park Ave, Haywood Ave, and Wall Street all kind of come together. That's where Ease's Bistro is in the old Bon Marsh building, now occupied by the Haywood Park Hotel. And Ease's is a big space, as I said. Patty and I went in there. This time, Patty got the burger. And he found it a little odd to be honest, but I took some bites and I loved it. And by the end of the meal, Patty had kind of turned around a little bit and was like, no, no, this, this is a really good burger. I like this. I, I think maybe the, there was some aioli on there that made a thrown him off and the bun had some sort of maybe Parmesan cheese on top. I'm not sure. It was like kind of crispy on top the bun was. And so I think that threw him off a little bit, but, and sometimes Patty can be a little grumpy. Now, Patty be the first one to admit to that. I'm not speaking out of turn here. But, yeah, Patty can be a little bit on the grouchy side. And I think he did approach that burger with a little bit of grouchiness by the end. But by the end of it, my own positive enthusiasm for it had outweighed his grumpiness. And he enjoyed it. Now, me, I got the Croissant Madame. And that was basically like a croque madame, but with a croissant on the bottom instead of bread. So, a nice big old croissant, some Gruyere cheese, and some Mornay sauce, and a, a lot, a lot of pit smoked ham, and then a nice sunny side up egg on top. And you can see pictures of this one on Facebook, as well as pictures of Patty's Burger and the Twisted Laurel food on my Facebook page. But this croque madame, or I'm sorry, croissant madame, was really, really delicious. Like, I really liked it. It was a ton of food, for one thing. And I've been trying to eat light lately, and it's kind of hard to get a light meal in this town, especially when you're me and you don't really like to eat light, and you're just, like, defaulting towards heavy food. But I was like, I'll just get a little croque madame. I won't get a burger. And then this thing was huge and heavy, heavy, heavy. And I ate all of it. And it was great. It came with a little side salad. I crushed that as well. And I was really full, but had no regrets. It was delicious and filling and fantastic. So high recommend, super high recommends for the croissant Madame at Issa's French Bistro located inside the Haywood Park Hotel, right in downtown Asheville. And it's going to fill you up. Let me just tell you that. Like, don't, don't go in there with any illusions that you're not going to get. Like, if you're hungry, go get this thing is what I'm trying to say. And uh, so that was like what me and Patty were doing. We also, oh, one more thing that Patty and I went to a third lunch junket. We do go on, these, on a lot of these lunch junkets and they are a lot of fun. That's why we do them. And so we went to Buxton Chicken Palace. Now, I go to Buxton Chicken I'm sorry, I go to Buxton Hall Barbecue a lot. It's right in my neighborhood. I just ate there today as I'm recording this. But I do bring food tours into Buxton Chicken Palace and get them like either a quarter of a half or a half of a chicken sandwich. And um, they love that. But I I haven't gotten a chicken sandwich from there in a long time. But they have a barbecue, I'm sorry, a Korean barbecue fried chicken sandwich that has the Korean sauce on it and some kimchi and Patty and I both ordered one of those and we were very pleased with that sandwich. Now, we agreed we should have split one because it was a lot of food, like one sandwich that hook me up for the, for two days. Um, you know, I'll cut it in half, eat it for two days I didn't have time because I was going to go do a food tour So I had to eat it all at once And I was engorged I was as fat as a tick after eating that thing And uh, so was Patty And we were moaning and groaning and saying We should have just split one And what made it even harder was that And, and uh, believe me, I ain't complaining They sent out some food for us to try Now they know me And I love my fried chicken So they sent out this thing that's like their chicken fingers they, They're in quotes, chicken fingers in quotes, and they really, it's kind of a literal take on the word fingers. They take a chicken breast and they cut it so that it looks like a hand. So it's like they flatten it and then they make one, two, three, four cuts in it so that, and not all the way through so that it looks like it has five fingers on it, four fingers and a thumb on this chicken breast and then they batter it and deep fry it and they serve it on some bed of slaw or some vegetable matter of some kind, I can't quite recall right now. But it was freaking delicious. It was odd to look at, it was like a hand, deep fried hand, but it was really delicious. And I do like food with a sense of whimsy and that certainly was pretty whimsical. And so, yeah, I recommend that. Uh, What did Patty called it? A heart attack high five. (laughs) I love that. The heart attack high five. Go for it, man. So Buxton Chicken Palace, if you ain't ate there yet, their chicken chicken sandwiches are just phenomenal. If you like the one from Buxton Hall Barbecue, you're going to love the ones that they've got going on up at the Chicken Palace. All right, two more places I want to talk about. Or I'm sorry, just one more. And that is I went on a trip with... Rick Crelia this time and not Patty Riles. And Rick and I went up to Typhoon Noodle Shop. And that is located at 1834 Hendersonville Road, almost all the way in Arden. So keep on driving until you get there. And it's an unassuming building. It looks like it was perhaps a fast food establishment prior to that. It totally has that sort of fast food look and feel to it. It has a drive-through window. So that also an indicator that it was fast food at one point. And But it's independently owned, family owned as far as I can tell. And it is Pan-Asian fusion. And so Rick and I went, he got some uh, noodle dish that was called Jing Jing Noodle Bowl. And it looked great. It was like flat noodles with a lot of beef in it and a lot of Szechuan spice and bean sprouts and stuff and Once he mixed that all up, it looked fantastic. It was kind of weird because, and then I got a curry bowl and it was kind of weird because both of our dishes looked really bland when they showed up. But as soon as we stirred them up, the deliciousness came, the visually came to the fore. And uh, both of them looked terrific once we sort of mixed them up a little bit. And of course, and my curry noodle dish, I got a curry ramen, which was a special, so that might not be available every day. And it was fantastic. Like the flavor on it was just fantastic. I added a lot of their house-made chili um, sauce to it and really punched it up and it was great. I got it with tofu. I love tofu. The tofu was deep fried and I did enjoy it, but I do prefer uh, silky tofu these days as opposed to deep fried. So the next time I go, if I do get this curry dish and I recommend that you try this curry dish while it's on the menu, I recommend you get it with chicken. It comes with either chicken or tofu. I think I would have preferred it with chicken, although I did love it with the tofu. The flavor was on point. And Rick and I also shared a serving of Szechuan wontons, and they were very delicious. And the wonton wraps were kind of thick, thicker than usual, and even a little, I wouldn't go so far as to say they're al dente, but they had a little bit of bite to them, a little tooth to get through them. And that was good. Like, that, I'm saying this as a good thing. They tasted very homey and very uh, hearty and delicious. And the Szechuan sauce on them was fantastic. And um, it had cilantro and scallions. And you can, again, see pictures online on Facebook, Stu Helm Food Fan, for all of this stuff. So I highly recommend that you try to get on out to Typhoon Noodle. Try those Jing Jing noodles that Rick got. I I was having a little bit of uh, jealousy, lunch gels, over um, Rick's dish. It looked it looked better than mine. And then I started to eat mine and it was really good. So I got over my jealousy, but I still want to go back and try the Jing Jing noodles. And I recommend that you do as well. So get on out to Typhoon food noodle, try Buxton Hall Chicken Palace, or Buxton Chicken Palace. And I forgot to mention, I went to Buxton Hall on my own and got their pastrami sandwich, which is not all, always on the menu, but if it is, get it, it's fantastic and get on into Issa's and Twisted Laurel. So those are my quick recommendations for this segment. And I also just want to tell you that Punk Rock Hot Dogs is coming right up, July 30th. Get your tickets online at Eventbrite. Just do a Google search for Punk Rock Hot Dogs 2022 and you should find all the info you need. And that is happening, as I said, July 30th. It's the most fun food competition in Asheville. It's complete chaos, one ticket, Admits two people and gets you 10 hot dogs to share, and you cast 10 and you cast two votes in the People's Choice. There's also a judges' panel, and I have got the wildest judges of any judges' panel ever. I just locked in a drag performer that you can look up on Instagram named Marigold Showers. And so, uh, Instagram.com slash Marigold.showers. Go check out Marigold Showers. She is awesome, and I cannot wait. To see how she dresses for Punk Rock Hot Dogs. The theme this year is golf. And so I'm really looking forward to it. All right. So get your tickets to Punk Rock Hot Dogs. Check me out, Stu Helm, the food fan, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even, and uh, YouTube, as well as on Substack. So, all right, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening every week. I love you and I love this town and I love the food scene here. And I hope to see you out there in the world. Ciao. episode of the Food Fans Radio Show was underwritten in part by Asheville Food Tours. Did you know that there are over 200 places to eat and drink in downtown Asheville alone? It can be overwhelming. Whether you're a visitor or a local, there's no better way to experience downtown Asheville than taking a food tour with Asheville Food Tours. Details, pricing, and an easy-to-use calendar can be found at AshevilleFoodTours.com. That's AshevilleFoodTours.com.